0: Hello everybody, how are you today, this beautiful rainy day? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast, Turn to God with Karen. This is where we find encouragement for the struggles that we go through, and we share what we've learned from them, and we look to the Lord in what He has to say about it. So please know that during this 10 to 15 minute episode, I am not going to be judging or lecturing down at you. I'm not going to be yelling and preaching. I'm just sharing what I've learned along my journey and I'm still learning. We learn together and I encourage you to share what you've learned. Well today's episode is Trustworthy People. Did you listen or watch my uh, episode last week? That was about overcoming domestic violence. It's kind of like a part one, and this is the part two. You know that um, October is designated for many things, but also for domestic violence awareness. So this is an extension to the episode, Overcoming Domestic Violence. So I encourage you to go back to it and listen to it as well. And now we are concentrating on the common misconception that a victim has often done. When they forgive their abuser, then they believe that that means they must go back to them as well. But you know what? Those are two entirely different things. It's good and necessary for us to forgive those who have offended us, harmed us, or hurt our feelings in any way. It's necessary for our own soul's sake. And we forgive because our, we want our Heavenly Father to also forgive us. It's an integral part of the recipe for overcoming. And I mentioned that in the previous podcast uh, episode and also in my new book, A New Song Rises Up. The recipe for overcoming is applicable for any challenges we have in life. Only five ingredients. If you ask me on my on my website, I will send you a free brochure. So, when we turn to God for forgiveness and in turn we forgive everyone, ourselves, those who have been mean and toxic to us, and we forgive those who knew about our situation, knew of our desperate need, and chose to do nothing, well, we do forgive. We forgive them all. But please know that forgiveness and being able to ever trust that person again are two very different things separate. You can forgive a person who has been mean and evil to you and you may find that you should never trust them again. Let me give you a simple illustration and I hope that it drives it home for you so you will always remember there is a difference. I don't remember the original source but it's been years that I've known this. Two people are in a boat, and they, they go out into that boat into the middle of the lake, and your abuser tries to drown you. So you manage somehow to get back to shore, and you forgive them for what they've done. Well does that mean that you need to hop back in that boat and go out to the middle of the middle of the lake and let them try again, or have the possibility certainly of them trying again? Well no, no, it doesn't mean that at all. Only if your you can only trust your abuser if over a time a long period of time, not a day or two, that they have become a trustworthy person. And you might not know what a trustworthy person is, because likely you have been in this situation for a while. So think about the past with this abuser, what they were like. Why would you think that there would be anything different? Are they promising you? um, Are they getting counseling for what they've done? Has there been any real change? Or are you just hopeful that there will be change? And if there was change, for how long? A day? A week? Was there any real change? Or were they on their best behavior for you? And if you really look at that, you can answer that. So, what do statistics tell you? Well, essentially, if a, if a person lays their hands on you, you know, as abuse, if they do it once, there's a chance they'll do it again. But if they have done it two more times, two times, or three times, there is a high, high prediction that it will happen again. So also, I invite you to look at the red flags of that abuser's behavior that you've already experienced. Are any of them still happening, even in a smaller scale maybe? Ask yourself, over time, a long, long time, have they been consistently trustworthy? Well, let's explore the typical domestic violence red flags for you to evaluate this toxic person or abuser, because you're considering trusting them. Okay, um, how about pressures in a fast relationship or pushing for a quick commitment? Are they saying, oh, you forgive me, so let's go to this level. Let's reestablish our commitment. No, it's not supposed to happen that way. If, they, if their personality has been running hot and cold, loving and caring one minute and angry and cruel and abusive the next, even violent maybe, are you seeing some of that now? Maybe you don't want to see it. Isolation. They more than likely isolated you in some way from your friends and your family before. Are they still attempting to do that? Controlling of the finances. Maybe they've let up a little bit, but aren't they still trying to be the master of your finances? Excessive jealousy. Are they still jealous when you look at another person, maybe of the opposite sex, or just spending time with anyone that could be spent with them? Are they ignoring boundaries, including looking at your emails, looking at your cell phone messages, Even looking in your purse, maybe. Things that should be boundaries, they're ignoring them. Other things to look at would be like stalking, loss of a job, access to weapons, destroys property, harms your pet, uh, threatens to harm you or themselves or other people to get their way on something. Do they have a history of violence? You can't ignore that and the use of alcohol or drugs. When there's alcohol and drugs involved, you know that there are moments when they are are not operating clearly. Okay, what are some of the resources? Remind yourself of the resources. If you have an emergency situation come up, dial 911. National Domestic Violence Hotline number is 1-800-799-7233. SAFE. So there, you can give, they can give you local references. Places where you can go to a shelter that is in your area, where you can get information, you can um, talk with an expert, maybe about an escape plan. If you have any inkling of trouble, You need to get that information now and have it ready. Where can you go in an emergency? It's often best not to go to family and friends, especially if they know you are likely there. That's one of the advantages of shelters. So, what does a trustworthy person look like? You might not even know what that is if you've been in a situation for a period of time. Maybe you haven't even expected it for yourself. But you are worthy. A trustworthy person can be relied upon. You can depend on them. What they say is true. You can expect them to do as they say. They are honest. They are truthful. And they seek to build you up and not tear you down. They're positive, not negative. They behave responsibly all the time. Their goal is to ensure that you are safe and secure. They love. Their love and affection is unfailing. It's not conditional. A trustworthy person demonstrates a healthy love and care towards you and others. Well, what would love towards you and others look like? If you've been in an abuse for a while even with a toxic person you might not know for sure what love should look like and that's why I'm going to read to you 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verses 4 through 7 and it's in the passion translation so I'm, I'm reading that now love is large and incredibly patient love is gentle and consistently kind to all consistently It refuses to be jealous when blessing comes to someone else. Love does not brag about their achievements or inflate its own importance. Love does not traffic in shame and disrespect, nor selfishly seek its own honor. I think I need to read that one again. Love does not traffic in shame and disrespect, nor selfishly seek its own honor. Love is not easily irritated or quick to take offense. Love joyfully celebrates honesty and finds no delight in what is wrong. Love is a safe place of shelter. Uh, Love is a safe place for shelter if it never stops believing the best for others. Never stops believing the best of others. That's another flag I hadn't mentioned. They're always suspicious and negative. You may find after you have carefully examined the truth that although you may forgive this abuser, he cannot be trusted again. So, if you did trust them, it would be only after a long period of time that your, your abuser was proving constantly and consistently that they have become a trustworthy person. Then you can begin to trust them. So, I hope that was helpful for you. I don't want to leave an episode without giving opportunity for listeners to come to Jesus. You know, God's love for us is obvious, in, and especially in John three sixteen, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And then in John fourteen six, Jesus himself said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. So with that in mind, regardless of where you stand today in your relationship with the Lord, I invite you, I encourage you to please pray with me now and pray out loud. Dear Heavenly Father, I know, I believe, that Jesus is the only begotten Son of God and I know that Jesus suffered on the cross even for me he paid for my sins and he defeated death he arose in the third day but I'm a sinner I ask you to forgive me I repent of my sins and I walk away from them now please help me in that because I will be tempted I need you, Jesus. I am hopeless. I am nothing without you. I ask you to come into my heart, and I accept you as my Lord and Savior, and I will serve you all of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, with this prayer, you are telling the Lord that you believe, and you're choosing to walk away from your sinful life, and He will help us as we do that. And you're pledging to serve Him. You're beginning a relationship with the Lord. So I encourage you in that. To study the Word of God and pray. Learn who He is. The character of Jesus. And the promises that you're offered. Always praise and obey. And have gratitude for all that you have. And all that He has done for you. As you grow in faith. And in all that, you can find inner peace and joy, even in the midst of your challenges. Remember, you can turn to the Lord and lean on Him for your strength. Psalm 34:18, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Well, I thank you for joining me in this episode on Turn to God with Karen. This is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, advocate, and ambassador for Christ. Stay tuned for Turn to God with Karen every Monday morning at 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. And I invite you to share your comments, your suggestions, any feedback is welcome at my website, KarenJaneCasey.com. That's C-A-R-I-N-J-A-Y-N-E-C-A-S-E-Y. And when you go to my website, you'll see information about my books, about my podcasts, and be sure to ask at the contact section for my brochure. And it's free. It's about Recipe of Overcoming Challenges in Your Life. Well, thank you and God bless.